1: Westplex plus one hundred seven one one. when that song ends, that song ends. It is gone. Well, good morning to you. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly, and she is Brad. And, uh, Shelly, uh, it's an interesting day today. It's Election Day 2020. What do you have to say about that?
0: What does the fox say? <laughs> hmm,
1: interesting. I don't know if I'd put it that way or not. Uh, any any other comments you might have about uh, who you think's going to win?
0: Ba-choo, 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 ba-choo. Oh,
1: man, man. I don't know about that. What's going on with Shelly? Uh, Shelly, anything going on with your neighbors lately?
0: My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. Uh,
1: oh, my daughter's calling in. Hello, Amanda.
0: Hello.
1: Uh, what's going on? I'm at work, and I let you go. Oh, my God. Uh, did I forget to call you yesterday? We were a day late. Oh, my God. I don't believe what's going on. Oh, man. And and Joe Biden's with us this morning. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, matter of fact, I'm having some problem breathing. Can you help me any? They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to oh. get, get me moving. And and if you were going to tell me how why I should vote for you, why would you do that? Bend down and whisper in my ear. Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> Now you have the entire day lined out for you. It is 6.14.
0: Westplex 1071. We're the first radio station in the country with a geofence signal. You leave the Westplex and you'll hear nothing but... Static, so don't leave. Westplex 107.1. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.
1: Hi, everyone. Scott from the Brass Rail here. The place Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the Morning. You know, somebody's trying to steal our show. Why? Anderson Cooper's trying to steal our show. How so? Oh, there's a big quote on CNN this morning. If you look at CNN, uh, that, you know, I, I, I don't appreciate this kind of stuff. When somebody's taking things that you and I have worked very hard to do, uh, and, and essentially it just to the point where it just bothers me about this. One of the headlines on CNN this morning is, eh, sorry, fine, I was looking at it a minute ago. Anderson Cooper says, where is he? God, you know, I hate it. I love open things up on my phone, and then they disappear, or CNN does it. Anderson Cooper, he's saying that the president is full of BS. And that, <laughs> that's, that's that's us. I mean, you can't have, like, there can't be another BSer around, right? That's you and me. We're the king and queen of BS, right? We are. Right. I mean, like, when somebody comes along and says, well, the president's full of B.S. No, he can't, because we're the ones full of B.S., right?
0: Yeah, he's not full of B.S.
1: Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. God, it drives me nuts. Uh, here, You know, here we go again. I, you know, I, I like this is the headline on CNN this morning. Election Day in America. Polls open in America. More than 100 million Americans cast their ballots before Election Day, but the threat remains for issues to arise today. Okay, that's like saying, well, you know, Shelley, I had a great day yesterday, but today I think I'm going to get hit by a truck.
0: Why do you say stuff like that? <laughs> well, you know, well, that just drives me
1: bonkers. Well, but what I'm saying is it's like, you know, what what they say, you know, if you read all this stuff, like think grow rich and things like that, what you put into your mind, what do you even say? What do you say? What you think happens or what's your saying all the time?
0: We're put exactly where we need to no, be. No, not exact that. Moment we need to be there. You
1: say something else. You say something like,
0: oh, to let me manifest all the positive vibes without you not doing that
1: well i I, you know how do you feel about them i saw this in new york and, and like in los angeles today in beverly hills they've closed down rodeo drive and most of the shops have been boarded up and they're closing rodeo drive today and tomorrow can't go on rodeo drive okay explain that to me I mean,
0: because they're trying to be proactive, so yeah, but but does, if, if something erupts, that they're not their businesses aren't destroyed.
1: But isn't that sort of inherently saying the police saying we can't control things?
0: No, that's.
1: You don't business think that's
0: business owners it. haven't gone oh, no, no, through no, no, this no. already? No, 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 no. This is not not wanting to go through it again.
1: This is not the business owners. This is the police department. This is the government of of Beverly Hills has closed down Rodeo Drive, the famed Rodeo Drive with all the expensive shops. Okay, not the yeah. the, 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 the 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 merchants, the the city, and the police. So to me, that's essentially saying, oh, we can't control things." You know, when when you think about it, uh, you know, our whole. I, saw,
0: I think it was more as a a collaborative effort.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I just I I just you know, I and, and the crazy thing is, I'm going to get off the air at eight o'clock this morning. I'm going to go right over and see if I can vote. And, and you know what? It's crazy because if you figure that a hundred million people already, they talked about in St. Louis County, how many people have voted, St. Charles County, how many people have voted. I haven't really heard anything about like Jeffco or, or, or Frank Como or anything like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, as far as uh, St. Louis City, St. Louis County, St. Charles County, I mean, St. Charles, I think St. Louis City or St. Louis, sorry, Charles County has had like, four times as many people vote ahead of time, um, you know, pre-election day than they did in 2016. I'm thinking, okay, who's left? (laughs) You know what I mean? There's only so many people that can vote. Unless you're in Chicago, then there's an unlimited number of people that can vote. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, now, if you read this stuff, if you read the headlines last night, both Trump and Biden are saying they're going to sue each other. And there was a great quote that 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 Biden said that he said essentially that if if the election, if if after the polls close tonight and it shows that Trump is winning, that they will not accept that.
0: They being
1: Camilla and and Joe.
0: Oh, you mean the Harris Biden ticket? Yeah,
1: yeah. Matter matter of fact, matter of fact. When 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 Joe was was asked about that, people are going like. What? You're not going to believe that that that, uh, you know, that that that, uh, you know, when the polls close, that that's it, that there will be a new president. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, people were were saying, like, you know, you're the one that made fun of Trump for saying that. And 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 Joe looked at right in the camera and said,
0: I got hairy legs. That turned blonde in the (laughs) sun.
1: Oh, man. I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again that's what he said I, I can't believe he said that
0: well I can because I say similar things and you record them and play them back over and over and over I would never do that. Draw back two and punch. All the time. I, I
1: would never do that.
0: I would never, ever, ever do that. I don't think that we should be called Cougars anymore. I think <laughs> we should be called Panthers. I, I do would, agree with that.
1: I would never say anything about I would never record you and play you back. Laws
0: are made to be broken.
1: I would never do that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I would never do that. I believe that. See? See, now, Shelly, do you believe that I would never, ever record you and play you back? I believe that. See? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold it. Hold, okay. Oh, Here, somebody just sent it to the Anderson link in your email. Eh, I can't get into my stupid email on my phone. Oh God, I need a new phone. Uh, da, 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 da. Here, let me look at this. I saw this just a minute ago where he's saying that that, you know, that the president's full of BS. I'm going, come on. Where is it? Eh, i see if I can find it next break. We'll talk about that. Um, other stuff. You know what's going to happen today weather-wise? You know, this is sort of weird.
0: It's going to be beautiful.
1: The temperature is almost going to double from where we're at right now. Can you believe that?
0: Well, they said it was going to, but they didn't say. They said the high was going to be Friday.
1: No, no, no. But right now, we're at 36, Okay. And the high is predicted a matter of fact we'll have Jennifer Come up in a minute. Give us the complete scoop. But right now it's 36 officially. Okay. The temper the high is supposed to be like 71. So if you figure 36. I thought
0: that was Friday. No,
1: today. 36 times 36 is 70, if 72, right? So right now uh-huh. we are at 36 and it's supposed to be the the projected high, I believe is supposed to be the official projected high. We'll hear what Jennifer says, but I've, I've seen 71 and 72. So the temperature is going to double. If, if, if that's true, if we'll hit 72 this afternoon, the temperature will double where we're at right now is that weird or what (laughs) it's like it's like okay it's going to do like it's not like hey it's in the morning it's 36 in the afternoon it's going to be 50 no in the afternoon it's going to be 72 so anyway i can't wait uh let's hear what she has to say and we'll play it right now okay yep well actually we'll play the sponsorship right now and then we'll hear from jennifer westplex 107.1 you know yesterday was one of those days shelly knows what i'm talking about my car broke down yesterday are you there? I'm here. My car broke down yesterday.
0: Yes, it did. I'm sorry <laughs> for that.
1: And here's what happened. One of my catalytic converters got clogged up, okay? And the exhaust the exhaust back pressure backed up into the engine and actually blew the EGR valve apart. Literally fried it, spewed molten metal underneath my hood, almost started a fire, okay? And by the way, thanks to Patriot Towing, who towed my car back. But Shelly's so nice. Because, and I told her what happened, and you know they towed the car back to my place. And when I get back, Shelly's underneath my car with her all chopping out the catalytic converters and welding in a straight pipe. And I go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa Shelly, you can't do that. That's illegal." She goes, "Nobody will catch you."
0: It's not illegal.
1: Yeah, it is. You, you can't take out your catalytic converters. You Why? Can't, because it 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 violates federal law.
0: But it has it has a. Platinum in it.
1: No, you can't take them out. You can't. You can't. In other words, you can't take the catalytic converters out and straight pipe it. That's illegal, because the catalytic converters there to, you know, reduce air pollution. And when you do that, you break a federal law. Seriously. So if if you're laws
0: were made to be broken. (laughs) (laughs)
1: or so they say hold it it. what was that again
0: laws are made to be broken
1: (laughs) you said it the exact same way that's pretty funny okay so that's
0: because that's my laws are made to be broken voice
1: so here's what's going to happen after shelly did that after shelly cuts out my catalytic converters (laughs) and she she straight pipes my exhaust puts a pipe in instead of the catalytic converters and my car's running really good right now i know what's going to happen i'm going to be driving it today and the fbi is going to pull me over and they're going to, you know, stick that that uh, analyzer up my tailpipe of my car, that is. And uh, <laughs> they're, they're going to, oh, you don't have the catalytic converters, and I'm going to in federal jail because of what Shelley did last night. So, by the way, did you hear this thing? I don't know if you saw this or not. It's, it was, it didn't get much coverage at all here locally. Big brawl at the Mizzou game on Saturday. Did you see this?
0: No, but I heard about it. Oh,
1: my God. If you see the video of it, like there's and, and, you know, you always wonder why, at least I do. You always wonder why if you go to the Mizzou games or any college game, for that matter, there's always like the state police are always there. Right. I'm thinking, to myself, OK, why do they need all those state police? Well, now I know why. And there's one picture of this monstrous state police officer who looks like, you know, like, uh, you know, the rock, you know, who's going after the coach of Florida. So I think three Mizzou players got got the next game. They got a half game suspension, so they can't go into the game until after halftime. And I think the the coach of of Florida got a twenty five thousand dollar fine. I'm going like, damn. You know, well, why I mean, did the
0: coach of Florida get a twenty? Was he in the brawl? I,
1: see, I've tried to, I've tried to find the story of what happened, of what started it and the whole bit, and I've yet to find it. I've looked all sorts of different places, like you know, why did the, you know, why, why did the, and I don't, I like I said, I can't remember what exactly happened, um, and, and so I'll look at it and see if I can find it later in the morning. And by the way, I don't know if you heard this or not. You know who Chris Christie is? I do. Okay, and you know JB Pritzker, who I talk about all the time, the Illinois governor.
0: Yes, I
1: do. You're not talking to your microphone? Yes, I do. Much better. Okay. Well, when you get, it sounds like you're like in another room when you don't talk in your microphone. Anyway, I'm
0: not. I'm just not talking into my microphone. I need to be better at that.
1: Chris, I, you know, I teach a course on that, by the way. <laughs> Chris Christie and J.B. Pritzker, they're going to do a benefit and they're going to do sumo wrestling.
0: No, they're not. Stop it. True. I'm ignoring you. True. They're good. (laughs) Nope. Ignore. 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 It's true. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. You
1: don't believe me. (laughs) It's like my infamous story of me getting conned into mud wrestling, those women with Alan Barklage. I told you that, right?
0: They popped you like a tick, didn't they? No,
1: they... (laughs) Oh my God, Uh, this is something, uh, it's just one of those weird things in life that I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe I did that. Now, they, they, uh, it was for a charity and I wasn't supposed to do, it. it was supposed to be another guy who unfortunately ended up in the hospital. And, uh, I ended up, uh, filling in in an afternoons and, uh, Alan Barkledge said, Hey, John, Oh, I said the name. I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be able to make it Saturday. And we've, we've already committed to this female mud wrestling. Will you do it with me? And I go, Oh, I guess I will. So <laughs> we show up and it's at a VFW hall or something like that over in Dupo. And the women who were going to were mud wrestle, there were four of them, uh, were standing out in the parking lot with their boyfriends on Harleys. And the one guy comes up to me and Alan and says, Hey, you don't you better be not hurting our, our girlfriends. Because just remember, you may hurt him in the ring, but when you come outside, you're going to have to deal with us. We're like, Okay, Mr. Harley biker, I will be very nice. So I think Alan was first in the ring, you know, big mud rip thing. And so. What happens? They ring the bell. Gal reaches down, picks up a big handful of mud, throws it right in Barklage's face, blocks out his eyes. And then she goes and kicks him right between the legs. And I'm Weren't thinking about there,
0: um, rules against that. Uh,
1: well, the referee, shall we say, was picked by the female mud wrestlers. So the referee had uh, you know coke bottle glasses on and couldn't see much. You know. And so it was sort of anything goes. I got both Alan and Alan. Man, Alan was, you know, army dude, you know, tough guy. I'm not saying I was, but he was. We both got the living daylights kicked out of us by these women. I bet you did. I, I'm telling you. I mean, I had bruises in a whole bit. I'm going, okay, what, what, I, you know, the things I do for charity, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. oh my god the crowd. went
0: one for the team, didn't oh, you? The
1: crowd just ate it up. I mean they was like so you know it was like you know these women are just just kicking the living daylights out of us. And what do you do? You know, when you got you know Bubba and his and his three friends out in the parking lot on their Harleys who you already warned don't don't you hurt be hurting our women. You know, it was like okay. I guess we're just going to And and then the crazy thing was they didn't have any place for us to clean up.
0: <laughs> so they sent you home.
1: Well, no, we went out in the parking lot and we found it. And, and some guy says, well, I think I got a hose in my truck. And he brought out a hose and, and you know, we hooked it up to one of the nozzles at the VFW hall and we, you know, cleaned ourselves up. And You know, there's no dressing room or anything like that. So went home with, you know, with sort of cleaned up clothes, but sort of anyway, that's my recollection of, of Alan Barkledge. One of my recollections of Alan Barklidge. So anyway, um, voting going on right now. Polls opened uh, on the side of the river at 6 o'clock. I don't have any reports of what's going on at the polls. Uh, Yesterday, I know that at Northwest Plaza, once again, uh, the people at one point in time, uh, there were over 200 people. And if you know what I'm saying about Northwest Plaza, that's where the election board moved to for St. Louis County. Uh, There were over 200 people in line. And now it's for the absentee thing. And you don't really, you don't really, you know, people, they they have their ballots in their hand. So I'm going, okay, but they still have to verify signatures and all that kind of stuff. I mean, this is, this is crazy. You know, I mean, but you know what's going to happen? What? Biden's going to win. I told you that already.
0: He's not going to win. He's going to win. He's going to win. What I'm afraid of is, is Trump is going to win. And the whole world is, at least in the United States, is going to... Um, be under siege. No, nah, I don't think. I bet that,
1: that's not going to happen. That,
0: I bet you it does. That's my
1: favorite movie, by the way.
0: Oh, that surprises me because it's not a rom com.
1: No, under siege. Did you ever see that movie?
0: Yes, I did.
1: It's probably the best Steven Seagal movie ever. Really is, and and uh, uh, and it features our very own Don Marsh in that movie. Do you know that? Uh-uh. Yeah, Don Marsh, the news guy.
0: Yeah, I know who Don Marsh is, but I didn't know it featured him.
1: Yeah, if you go back and watch the movie, he's in the very beginning of the movie.
0: What does he say?
1: He gives a history of the battleship Missouri. Did you know? Did Did you know that that's where the the uh, the um, uh, uh, treaty was that ended Second World War against the Japanese was signed on the Missouri? Did you know that? I did know. No, I did not know that. Yep. It was signed on the deck of the Missouri, 1945. God, if you if you go back and read the history of, 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 of World War II and the, the Japanese, and oh, my God, it's crazy tough stuff. I mean, they, they weren't ever going to give in. I mean, you know, that was the whole deal. We dropped one nuclear bomb on them, and they're going like, no, nope, no, nope, we're just going to keep fighting. And like people like my dad, my dad was on a troop ship headed to invade Japan. That was the whole deal.
0: I and he was in the navy, right?
1: No, he's in the army. I mean, he was well, on he was. Yes, because after after after, you know, after victory in in Europe, you know, they took all a lot of those guys and they they sent them to Japan, you know, they sent them, you know, I mean, imagine that, going from Europe where my dad was, you know, and they and they, you know, and I don't know how to trying to think i don't know if they went through the the panama canal or i don't know how they got there i remember him telling me the story that that when they were on their way to japan to invade japan that there was a typhoon or some kind of a hurricane out in the pacific ocean and the troop ship he was on they were afraid it was going to sink so they actually purposely beached it on some beach in the pacific and they got all the guys off the ship and they took tent pegs i remember my dad telling me this i'm going like what they took tent pegs and they drove them into the ground on this island most of the guys were on the beach and some guys a little bit further in and they drove tent pegs Was this
0: after they dropped the bomb
1: no 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 this is before so they drove they drove tent pegs into the ground and the the guys lashed themselves with (laughs) rope to the tent pegs so the hurricane wouldn't pick them up is that bizarre or what and I remember my dad, I'm going, what? And he says, oh, yeah, we were, you know, we were you know, we're roped. You know, ro- we're tied to rope to these tent pegs on the on the ground, you know, on the beach, you know, waiting for the hurricane. I'm going like, OK, I'm telling you, you know, I, I, I hate to say this. We have a great military. And yeah, we do. And, and, and the problem is, though, if we were able to fight our able, if we had to fight another war like that, do you think those kind of people would show up? you know like people like my dad who spent you know 4 years in you know World War 2 and and was on the front lines in Germany and France and places like that You know, I mean, you hear all these stories and it's like, it's like, I remember we read the story about, remember Dan, uh, Dan Rowan of Rowan and Martin, the laughing guy. Remember that story? Yeah. He was born, he was born on a, his parents were carny workers. He was born on a train, you know, okay. Interesting. Uh, his parents both died when he was like 11 or 12. He became an orphan. Uh, he hitchhiked at the age of 15 to Los Angeles, got a job, as a movie writer, when he was like seventeen, you know, then he he was working in the movie studios. Then World War II came. He got he joined the uh, Army uh, Air Corps. Uh, was a fighter pilot, shot down twice. I'm going like what? You know, I mean, and here's the guy doing doing stand up comedy. You know, uh, that's what he was. That was Rowan and Martin. They were stand up comedy team. And then ultimately the uh, you know the 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 you know Laughed. yeah the Laugh In show. I'm going like. Holy cow. When we read that we read that last week or a couple weeks ago about Jimmy Stewart and you know, I mean even the young listeners know who Jimmy Stewart is because of uh, it's a wonderful life, which is like, you know, everybody sees that movie. I don't care how old you are, you see that movie. And the story yeah. about him what he did in World War II is like, holy cow. Can you imagine if like war broke out if like Ryan Reynolds would sign up? Do you think that would happen? Do you think like all these movie stars like the guys because you know, now they they all they all hate Trump and they hate the military and stuff like that. You know, do you think that would happen?
0: I do, because I think there's a lot of young men that are patriotic, and I also feel that a lot of people that have retired still have that military bearing.
1: I don't know. I, and they
0: would be called back.
1: I don't know. Maybe we'd get the Antifa guys to fight first, right? They'll, they'll go through, <laughs> like when the Chinese attack us, the Antifa guys will throw paint at them. Don't you think? No?
0: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> just what we need is Antifa on our side.
1: <laughs> eh. Are the Proud Boys, you know, one of the other, right? That's
0: what I was telling David about that today, about the Proud Boys.
1: And Biden called them the, the poor boys, I think, on the debate that night, you know, the poor boys. The you know, proud.
0: and 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 President Trump says, stand down, but stand by.
1: And You know what? I mean, that's so weird. The whole thing is bizarre. What does that mean? Stand down, but stand by?
0: I'm like, you know, it's like, we don't need you now.
1: I, is you that what that means?
0: Stand by, because... We made you need you.
1: Oh boy.
0: Okay. That's what uh, that means to me.
1: Okay. 656. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the Morning. She is Shelly. I am Brad. Did I get it right that time? Holy cow, I think I did. Uh, I
0: know. For <laughs> the first time ever.
1: <laughs> web address for the station is Westplex1071.com. Uh, our morning web address is BS in the And no matter what. That uh, terrible Anderson Cooper who was trying to steal our BS moniker. I mean, you know, we got that trademark and everything. We're going to have to file a suit against him because he was using the BS uh, uh, against who did he get? Against Biden. By the way, um, you don't even need to go vote. It's done. It's over with. Why? Dixville Notch, New Hampshire voted. You ever hear, you know about this? It's a small little town. It's in New Hampshire. Dixville Notch. And they have this, uh, they have this uh, uh, I don't know, I guess tradition that they vote at a minute after midnight. So at a minute after midnight, so that was uh, East Coast time, so that would have been, what, seven, eight hours ago now, I guess? Eight hours? Um, they voted, and Biden won five to nothing. Five people voted. I think there's only five registered voters left in Dixville, Notch, New Hampshire, and they all voted for Biden. And, you know, back, you know, it's interesting the record of Dixville-Notch is is unbroken since 1492. When Columbus came over, he found these guys in Dixville-Notch. And ever since 1492, they've always predicted who was going to be president, even before there was the United States.
0: Are they part of the Electoral College?
1: <laughs> no, they're, they're part of the Electoral University, which predates the Electoral College. Yeah and 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 by the way did you also know that we have the electoral college do you also know that uh there's a group that gets together that uh, certifies the uh the the votes uh from some states uh and it's the electoral fraternity house
0: uh-huh yeah Let's see. A vote for Trump, shot of fireball.
1: (laughs) It's a (laughs) A vote for
0: Biden, a shot of milk.
1: It's a drinking game. Fireball or milk? Fireball or milk? (laughs) It's a drinking game. Okay. I found this story about the Mizzou game this past uh, Saturday. And... There's the video on here, and I haven't seen this before. Moly cow! Both both the entire teams, both teams went out on the field, and man, there there's guys punching away at each other. The thing, and the thing starts with, uh, and I found out that says uh, apparently uh, it was right before halftime, and uh, what what they say began uh, the bench clearing brawl. Uh, Missouri's Trajan Jeffcoat. What a name. T-R-A-J-A-N Jeffcoat. J-E-F-F-C-O-A-T. See, I'd love a name like that. Because, you, know, you know, nobody's, you, you know, it meant you say, my name's Trajan Jeffcoat. People go, what? What's your, Trajan Jeffcoat. Jeffcoat. Nobody forgets that name, right? Anyway, um, he was on defense. He delivered a hit on Florida qu- quarterback Kyle Trask. And the coach of Florida thought that it was a late hit and the refs didn't call it so the coach from Florida went out on the field which is a no-no and he yelled at the coach or yelled at the refs and the refs tried to chase him off the field and then apparently both benches cleared and if you watch this video they're out there slugging away at each other holy cow i mean you know and and displaced aggression and, and, and <laughs> I mean, I'm going like, the, the, I watched this video, it's like a minute and a half, and it's just like nothing but the teams out there, and, and the coach is like, you know, the coach is like a little dude compared to all these guys, and at one point in time, it looks like he's getting, like, punched by a couple of the Mizzou players. Anyway, they uh, he got a $25,000 fine, the coach did of Florida. Um, they suspended, uh, or no, three players from uh, Florida, three players from Mizzou. Both have half-game suspensions on the upcoming game, So, so, you know. That's what we see. We need more of that. We need we need more, you know, uh, fighting and stuff like that in the uh, in, in NCAA, don't you think?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> because, the, see, here's the thing. The reason we should have more of that is the guys who don't make it in an the NFL, then they can go into WWE. So, in other words, it's not like, you know, if they don't make the cut into the NFL, they can at least go and, you know, work for, uh, you know, uh, uh, work, uh, you know, against uh, all the, you know, the wrestlers and stuff like that. Because a lot of those guys um, in uh, WWE are ex-football players. Okay. You don't like that idea.
0: So, they have a support group. That's nice.
1: Well, you know, if you can't get in the NFL, I mean, the ch- I mean, I remember, gosh. When I was a kid, and even to the point where when I helped, uh, when I coached my youngest son's team for, I don't know, three years or something like that, which was sort of interesting. Um, Anyway, I remember there were parents who would literally come up to me and say, our son – I mean, I had two parents. This happened. Two different different teams. Our son is going to be a major league baseball player, and we don't think you're the proper coach because you're not – a former professional baseball player and you can't coach him properly. I go okay. <laughs> now, there was on my my oldest son's team, there was one kid who God, his father was intolerable. I mean, and and this kid was going to be once again his father was like, "You know, he's my retirement. He's he's the guy my son's going to be a, uh, you know, major league baseball pitcher, okay? And at the time, I don't know, the kids were like maybe 12 13 years old and this kid was really good he was an excellent pitcher but he was throwing a curveball okay do you know about this i do not okay when you throw a curveball you sort of contort your arm and, yes, and I've seen that. Yes. And you do weird things and you, you know, you risk action. And, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of crazy things you do to throw, you know, knuckleballs and curveballs and stuff like that, but especially curveballs. And when a kid gets to the point where he has enough speed on the ball where he can actually get it to curve, they're usually still growing. They're not, you know, they're not fully developed. And, you know, these are like, you know, 11, 12, 13 year old kids and they're still not, you know, because you know how it is like when you're in, 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 that's like the junior high age, especially like, like the sixth and the seventh graders, the girls are tall and the boys are, you know, short. And then like five years later, you know, the boys are all like six foot four and the girls are, you know, they've already fully grown because the girls mature as far as height is concerned, much quicker than boys. So it screws up their arm and to the point where me and one of the other parents said to this guy, you know, your son's a little early throwing that curveball. And even actually one of the umpires went over to his father one time who was, an umpire was a um, a former baseball coach at one of the high schools. And it confronted a guy and he says, can I give you advice? He says, your son shouldn't be throwing that curveball. And, well, well, you know, know, my son's got to be, you know, he's in my retirement project. Okay, so, he played on our team for one year, and this guy was really a jerk. His father was really a jerk. And he went up to the coach at the last game, you know, and I'm not going to have my son play in this team. This team's not good enough for my son. So he got him on some traveling team or something. I don't know. So fast forward about three or four years. My son's still playing. He played all the way up until he was like 16 or 17. And we played against this team that had this kid on it who was like, you know, the star pitcher. And he's playing right field. And we're going like, right field? Why is he in right field? So, you know, game goes on. Nobody, you know, and all of a sudden one of the batters hits a, um, you know, a a line drive out to the right fielder. Who's this, you know, marvelous pitcher kid. And he picks up the ball and and it was, it was, it was on a hop. So in other words, he had to throw it in. It wasn't like a line drive where the or you know, a pop where the guy was out. So he throws it into the second baseman, and he throws it underhand because he blew out his arm. And he was. I'm going like, holy crap! So, you know, did
0: he get it there?
1: Yeah, but the point being, he couldn't even throw overhand anymore. He was like 14 or 15 years, no, 16 or 17 years old. Blew out his arm. You know, I'm going, man, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff.
0: That's that's sad.
1: I know. I mean, and you know, and his father pushed him, pushed and pushed him. And, you know, oh, he's going to be my, you know, he's going to be my retirement project. Yeah, right. Whatever. Well the polls are open uh we're gonna see what's happening. There's all sorts of gloom and doom. We talked about the fact that I'm still upset with uh with uh uh, uh, uh Anderson cooper because of the fact that he has taken uh da, 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 where it is his, uh yeah, Anderson cooper what the president's saying is b s he can't say things like that. that's us right We have to declare we're the official declarers of b s right I think so. Yeah, so Anderson, come on, dude, you can't declare BS. We have to declare BS. Uh and also by the way <laughs> I kidded about this. Um that uh the Dixville notch, where was this? Um
0: Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. Okay. I know New Hampshire, Dixville, New Hampshire. Okay. One place. This is interesting. Two places uh, 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 voted after midnight tonight in the East Coast area up there. And Biden took one. That was Dixville, Knox. And Trump took the other. And it was interesting because both of these places failed to predict the 2016 election. So what does that mean? So that means, okay, one of them voted for Trump. One of them voted for Biden. I think it was unanimous. I think the one place, Dixville Notch, had five voters. I think this other place had like 16 people that vote. Small, little, tiny town. And it had 16 people that voted for Trump. And both of them predicted, did not predict the winners for 2016. So does that mean we won't have a president? I mean, Nancy Pelosi takes over? (laughs) Don't even get me started. <laughs> you know, like Nancy? Oh, my God. She's the devil. I heard I heard an interview with her yesterday, and, 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 and the interviewer kept asking her about, you know, well, do you, do you talk to Donald Trump? Do you talk to Donald Trump? And she kept ignoring him. She wouldn't even answer the question. And finally, she says something to the effect, something like, I don't want to waste my breath talking about Donald Trump. I'm going like, whoa. <laughs> you know?
0: Oh, it's much better than talking about Nancy Pelosi who tears up the um Well the White House speech. You know what? here's the thing. Here's that thing. was so uncool and it was staged.
1: Well, I I I still say that that what's gonna happen is that here's what's gonna happen. Biden's gonna win, and then Trump's gonna go back to doing a reality show and he's gonna do sort of like a sasha baron cohen kind of reality show where he's going to ambush these people and like you know trump is going to dress up as various people and he's going to get back into the white house and you know and he's going to say crazy stuff but he's going to be dressed like you know like the king of of kawakistan or something like that and um you know and he's going to get into the oval office and then he's going to pull off his costume and it's going and then biden's going oh my god it's donald trump and they're going to duke it out in the in oval office Yeah, I
0: doubt that. I think that's (laughs) illegal as well.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) He's
0: threatening the president of the United States.
1: Oh, no, no. Biden's going to throw the first punch. See, that's what's going to happen. I know. Yeah, because remember, Biden said... Was oh,
0: you mean you said that Biden was going to win?
1: Yeah, Biden's going to win.
0: He's, he's not going to win. Yeah,
1: and, and Trump's going to, you know, uh, as a reality show, he's going to dress up as various state leaders from, from you know, countries that don't exist, and he's going to get invited to the White House, and then there's going to be a fight break out in the Oval Office because, you know, because Trump's going to pull off his costume, and then uh, Biden will, you know, punch him out, and, you know, and they'll throw him out. They'll throw him out in the White House lawn, you know. You don't think?
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't think but okay, whatever whatever your little brain came up with works for me.
1: You know if well, come on. You know Trump's lost, you know that, right? I don't. You don't. You really think he's going to win? I do. He's lost. It's it's over.
0: It's 718. It's over. Why because he won a nine a nine person state?
1: No. No, 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 no. It's just, you know, there's no way he's going to win.
0: I I disagree with you. Okay. 10 bucks? No. Standard bet?
1: No. No, no. Come on. I, I don't want to take your money. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, <laughs> you might want to take my money? You might as well just give it to me now because because I'm going to win, you're going to lose. That's all there is to it.
0: No, I think a little friendly wager is in order. No,
1: no, 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 no. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. no, no, no.
0: Well, that's what i think and i also think it's 719
1: so you want to get out of here? westplex 107.1 it is bs in the morning uh i am shelly she is brad election morning man crazy stuff shelly i got i got that was a phone call i can't say who that was uh, because they don't want their identity released on the air
0: i don't either but that never stops you
1: because, <laughs> because there's a warrant out for their arrest but that's a whole other story okay Uh, This particular person lives in a subdivision down the street from a polling place, okay? And uh, this particular person uh, has lived there quite some time, said that there are people parked all up and down her street, and that's never happened before. Really? And they started showing up at quarter to six. Now, here's another one. I have a friend of mine who is working as a poll judge, and they said that People were here before five. That's which that's what they're saying. People were here before five, and the line was a couple of blocks for two hours. A Couple of blocks. Holy cow. I mean who's left the vote? The statistics this morning we, you know, this morning was already a hundred million people uh, you know, voted, and I think the, the entire population of the country that's eligible voters only like a 65 or 170 million or something like that because
0: no we've got more than that no no
1: no when you figure there's no there's 330 million people okay so there's a good portion of that probably a third of that is people under 18 and they can't vote so and and then you figure there's x amount of people that are um you know they're changing that but ex-cons because if you're a convicted felon you can't vote although they've changed that in some states they i believe they changed that in florida so, you know, when it comes right down to it, it's like, let's say, OK, let's say for the sake of argument, let's say there's a there's 200 million people that can vote. I mean, still, I mean, 100 million votes before Election Day. I mean, that's a third of the country. wonder if they've tallied them up. Well, but what's weird about that is it depends on the state. Some of the states, they can't start you know doing and this is this is sort of interesting because you know even though this is a federal election, even the states control it in missouri it 's the secretary of state he 's the guy that runs the show, and then you have the various you know he 's the guy that oversees all the different you know the entire state, but then you have your uh, board of election, whatever they call themselves, in each individual county. St. Charles County has one, St. Louis City, St. Louis County has one, uh, and they're the ones that control the vote on the more local levels. In other words, when you go into a polling place in St. Louis County, uh, that is essentially controlled by the St. Louis County Board of Election Commissioner. Same thing in St. Charles County, same thing like there. So in other words, you have various levels of control. And if something wacky starts happening in a particular area, supposedly the, the Secretary of State would intervene. And then if things got really wacky, like an entire state, then the federal government would would intervene, or somebody can file suit or stuff like that. So it's all on crazy different levels. So anyway, if I bet
0: you, you anything, the National Guard is called out tonight. No, boy, are you? If what, Trump wins, I bet. Are you like Miss Gloom and Doom this morning? I mean, like what? no, I'm being. Serious?
1: You know what I think is going to happen tonight? You know who I think is going to happen? What? I think that Danny Terrio is going to be called out, and he's going to control all the uh, the problems all over the country.
0: I don't know who that is.
1: (laughs) You really don't know who that is?
0: No. (laughs) Let
1: me see if I can find. (laughs) Hold on. I'm sorry. I threw I threw you curve on that. Okay. Excuse me. His name's Denny Terrio, Okay. Um, better known as, De- his real name is Dennis George Mahan, born join, uh, June 15th, 1950. Better known as Denny Terrio, is an American choreographer and host of the musical variety series Dance Fever from 1979 to 1985. That's who you're going to call out. They're going to call it Denny Theriault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this show's totally gone off the rails 727
0: you're the one that's off the rails
1: westplex 107.1 it is watermelon sugar 738 if you don't know what that is look it up on urban dictionary depending upon which de- definition you decide on that's what watermelon sugar is okay 836 uh weather's coming up or no no weather's. Where, where are we at i'm it's lost 736 Excuse me, I'm looking at the wrong clock. 7.36. Okay, yeah, weather's coming told up. Ya. Yeah, 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 yeah. You told me what.
0: Your clock was off.
1: Nah, 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 that's not the only thing that's off. Okay, I have some earth-shattering news, which now the presidential election, and by the way, I've got some statistics here from some uh, very, very informed uh, listeners, okay? 240 million registered voters uh, in 2020, which is higher than I thought. Okay, 55% of, of the, of, of the over-18 population in the U.S. voted in 2016. So I think it's safe to say that we'll probably eclipse that. So some interesting statistics. 55.5% of over-18 population in the U.S. voted in 2016. And I think we probably already beat that record already. But here is the most important thing that's happened today. This is earth-shattering news. Some people will be shocked. Some people will be rocked after I tell you this story. Some people will just I mean the election will just blur to them because it won't even be important anymore. Yesterday, unbelievable, something happened which is just like incredible around the what? world. I gotta tease this a little bit more. I mean it's to the point where it's oh, like Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like nobody thought it would happen, but it did. Okay. You know, we've talked about the most viewed videos on YouTube, and for a while, you know, for a long time, it was it was Gangnam Style by uh, what's his face, the Korean guy. Okay, and then yeah. that got just torn to shreds by Desposito, which was uh, my favorite guy, um,
0: Louis. Luis Fonsi. Fonsi.
1: And uh, then the version that came out with uh, well, him and Daddy Yankee, the original, and then they put in Justin Bieber. That was the number, the most watched video. Yesterday, it was officially announced that Despacito is now number two. And there is a new number one most watched video ever on YouTube. What is it? And you'll never guess. If I gave you 100 guesses, you'd never guess.
0: Is it a new one?
1: No, it's been on. It's been on the chart, but it it went way up the chart. It's been on the chart for, I don't know, probably about a year now. Oh, I give you a hint. It was popularized by TikTok.
0: Because I think TikTok is a time suck, I wouldn't know unless you sent it to me.
1: Okay, TikTok breaks all these 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 videos. As a matter of fact, the song we're playing by uh, Justin uh, uh, Jason Derulo uh, was a TikTok song that got picked up because of the fact that it was it was a huge song on TikTok. Just like a lot of the songs we play now, you know, it used to be that, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, if the song was big on YouTube or on Facebook or something like that. Now, if you get a song that goes viral on TikTok, it's going to kick butt and take names. Okay, the number one video. Sorry. Most viewed video on YouTube. The new number one is Baby Shark.
0: I don't even know that song. You don't
1: know Baby Shark?
0: No. Baby Shark, shark,
1: shark, 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 shark. Mama Shark, 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 shark. Daddy Shark, 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 shark. Did
0: we we play that?
1: It's a kids thing. It's like well,
0: that's what I thought. I'm like I don't. I've never heard this song.
1: You've never heard Baby Shark?
0: I don't have kids. Nobody. It's adults. It's everywhere. It's been. I'm not everywhere.
1: Well, it's been lampooned, you know, I mean, all sorts of places, stuff like that. I think it's, I can't remember where it's from. I think it might be from like some, some cartoon company in, japan or something like that like a lot of anime these, well it's like it's you know it's here let me see here we'll, we'll get the official scoop on this we'll go to we'll go to the official uh, you know the official knower of all wisdom wikipedia and here let me just put it in here i'll find out where it came from uh, by the way interesting little article i was reading that talked about how advertising agencies are dying quickly um, baby shark okay Baby Shark children's song. Baby Shark is a children's song featuring a family of sharks, popular as a campfire song. It is taken off 6-2016. Oh, it's South Korean. With Ping Fong, a South Korean education company, turned into a viral video that spread through social media, online video, and radio. The Ping Fong's version has become the most viewed video on YouTube of all time in November of 2020 with 7.04 billion views. Origin and history. Uh, baby shark originated from a campfire song or chant. Some sources have mentioned traditional myth as a basis; others, camping original uh, origins in the 20th century. What's a campfire song? Have you ever heard of that before? And some see it as a possible yes. as possibly as possibly developed by camp counselors inspired by the movie Jaws. It became a campfire song where each member of a family of sharks is introduced with different hand motions. Different versions of the song have sharks hunting fish, eating a sailor. Oh, that's nice. Killing people. That's even nice. Who then go to heaven. So you can get eaten by a a person or eaten by a shark and go to heaven. Heaven. Various entities have copyrighted original videos and sound recordings of the song. And some have trademarked merchandise based on their versions. However, according to the New York Times, the underlying song and characters are believed to be in the public domain. Okay, I'm going to look at Campfire Song. Campfire Song... Our campfire songs are a genre of songs traditionally sung around a campfire. Duh. <laughs> Since the advent of summer camp as an activity for children, these songs have been identified with children's songs, although they may originate from earlier traditions of songs popular with adults. Their tradition of singing around a campfire has existed for centuries. But, you know, you can't do that anymore.
0: What, sit around a campfire?
1: You can't have campfires anymore.
0: Because of the six feet six feet. Separation?
1: No, pollution. They're illegal, especially in California. Oh, stop it. Seriously no, they're not. They're, no, a, no. they're a American tradition. You can't have campfires in California anymore. They are Yeah, a, that's
0: not California. We're not California, we're Missouri. They're again it's against the law in California. There's a lot of things against the law in California. Do you know that if you buy a vehicle and they're so loose on their lemon laws, if you buy a vehicle and it can be anything that happens multiple times. Right. They will take your ba- your car back, and give you a new one, and refurb your vehicle, whatever the pro- whatever the problem is, and then they sell it um, at a reduced price because it's already been it. The title is salvaged, I think, but um, but yeah, it's called a RAV. It's a Return Authorized Vehicle.
1: Oh, I got one for you. I'm going I'm gonna. Blow your mind because I've never talked about this before. What's that? I used to live in California. You did not. I did. I was married six times, and and the lemon law Whatever. applies. The lemon law applies to spouses as well too. If you marry, yeah, don't,
0: they come with a uh, if, warranty.
1: If you marry someone in California and they turn out to be a lemon, you can take them back to the courthouse and they just essentially annul it, and then you start over again.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't see them being that progressive. I do see them outlawing <laughs> see it works vampires, both ways you know
1: husbands say say well you know you know you go back to the courthouse you know your honor this this wife i've married she just turned out to be a lemon okay sir you know you know you're officially bonk and old you know and matter of fact uh, you know uh, you, you both go on your old merry way and then another next case comes up you know lady this guy married he's a dud he just sits on the couch and watches sports all day long bunk you're annulled. it's a lemon law california
0: Well, okay, it's BS, but okay.
1: Westplex one hundred seven point one, unbelievable. I just got, uh, I just got mm-hmm. something that was sent to us by um, federal government that uh, we may be um, uh, banned from doing a morning show tomorrow after the election. Why? It, we, we might not be able to do it because they say that that morning show people could incite, you know. Civil disturbances, civil disobedience.
0: Well, they definitely can, which is what CNN and Fox News are doing.
1: No, no, this is a radio show. So, if you if you don't hear us tomorrow morning, it's because of the fact that the federal government has told us we can't do a morning show. So,
0: yeah, the, and we listen to them all the time.
1: <laughs> we do. Okay, we do, we really do. Actually, I have the smartest listeners any place. You ready for this? Yes. Of the fifty states. Guess which state has the most registered voters, the percentage of the population 18 plus, which state has the most registered voters percentage wise? Wyoming. No, Maine, 77.2%, 77.2% of the adults 18 plus in Maine are registered to vote. Now, where do you think Missouri comes up in that, which is interesting?
0: Fifteen.
1: Fifteenth? Yeah. We're seventh. Really? 70.6% S- of adults over, ed- over 18 are registered uh, to vote in the state of Missouri, which comes out to about 3.9 million people in our home state can vote today. 3.9 million people. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Now, did you, get, did you get in the mail? Did you get the sample ballot?
0: Um, I can't remember.
1: OK, what's interesting is I got my sample ballot and it goes through like, you know, like the <laughs> can I tell you something that I do? I shouldn't do this.
0: You just go ahead and tell us all about it, Brad.
1: OK, they have the thing on here about, you know, retaining the judges. OK, yes. I was vote no on all of them. Why? Why not? Need some new blood in there. You know, we need some new, you know, matter of fact, my daughter needs to be a judge.
0: Well, I think that they um, – your daughter doesn't need to be a judge. She does.
1: She needs to be a judge. You know, here's all the – Missouri Supreme Court. Shall Patricia Breckenridge of the Missouri Supreme Court be retained in office? Yes or no? I mean, most people go, like, who's Patricia Breckenridge? Does anybody even research this? Does anybody – here's the Missouri Court of Appeals, Eastern District. Shall Judge Kurt S. Odenwald of the Eastern District of Missouri Appeals be retained in office? Most people don't even know who these people are. 21st Judicial Court, you know, and it goes all these things. And it's got all these things. 21st, you know, and there are various things. You know, and then it's got the Constitutional Amendment Number 1. Uh, do we even know about Constitutional Amendment Number 1? I do not. Do you want to amend the Missouri Constitution to extend the two-year restriction that the two, excuse me, two-term restriction that currently applies to the governor and treasurer, to the lieutenant governor, secretary of state, and the attorney general? So essentially, I guess that means that you get rid of the two-term limit; they can serve three terms. Okay, constitutional amendment number three shall the Missouri Constitution, um, you know, the bar gifts, ban gifts from uh, paid lobbyists, reduce legislative campaigns, blah 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 blah. And then there's there's Proposition W. I mean, I mean the crazy stuff that ends up on the ballot. You know what Proposition W is? I do not. Proposition W would force all white castles to close between midnight and five o'clock.
0: Stop it! <laughs> Just stop it. You
1: think I'm kidding, right? It's a constitution. It's it's on. The, I'm reading it right off of my sample ballot. There it is, right there. It's off my sample ballot. <laughs>
0: It's a funny ballot,
1: isn't it? <laughs> no, <laughs> so, so uh, you don't believe me <laughs> that that ballot that that amendment was put on there by the late by the family of the late uh, mayor Egan of Flarsen.
0: Do what about the mayor?
1: <sighs> Didn't I ever tell you the story? No. When they built the White Castle in Flarsen, okay. Mayor Egan was on record as saying that nobody should be out in the road between midnight and six. That, you know, what's the old saying, you know, your mom and dad, nothing happens good between midnight and six if you're out, right? You know, nothing happens good after midnight if you're out and around. So they wanted to put the White Castle in Florissant, and Mayor Egan decided that that would be a magnet for criminals and vagrants and things like that so they made the the white castle close the only reason they gave it a permit to build a white castle and a business permit was it closed at two o'clock in the morning and opened at six and it was the i think at the time it was the only white castle in the country that closed because they wouldn't allow it to open between midnight between two o'clock and six o'clock so one year this is going back this is ancient history stuff one year and, you know, this is when I used to go out on New Year's Eve. I, you know, went to a party or something like that. And, you know, what do you do? You go to White Castle at 2 o'clock in the morning. So I get there about 1.45 in the one in Florissant. I didn't think anything about it. You know, again, okay, get there, you know, go in. And at 2 o'clock, they locked the doors. And <laughs> I still hadn't got my order yet. And there's people outside beating on the windows. Let us in. Let us in. And the manager says, I'm sorry, we have to close at 2. Because they had to close at 2. They opened back up at 6.
0: And who was this?
1: That was the White Castle in Flarset, right there in Lindbergh. Oh. Yeah, they changed it now. I think it's open 24 hours a day because Mayor Egan is long since gone. But, yeah, that's the way it was. In Flarset, you couldn't have. But
0: they had When I was growing up and Mayor Egan was the uh, the mayor, He White Castles was open 24 hours.
1: No, it wasn't. Trust me. I know this for a fact. It was not open 24 hours. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was later opened. The you one know. on
0: 270 no, in no, Halls no, Ferry? No.
1: That's not in Florissant. That's St. Louis County. That's unincorporated St. Louis County right there. Oh. I'm, I'm talking the one on Lindbergh. It's on Lindbergh at, what is it? Uh, it's right in, right down to, what is it? I can't remember what the name of the shopping center is. But it's right there in Lindbergh, sort of near, uh, what, elizabeth or or washington or something i don't know it's up there somewhere it's up there near uh it uh, you know uh 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 I'm trying to think of a landmark there. Everything's changed around there. But yeah, the one in It really
0: has. It is not the same North County. Right.
1: The one at 270 in New Halls Ferry is unincorporated St. Louis County. So that one was not affected. But this one in Florissant, like I said, that was the big deal because they, you know, petitioned to put a White Castle there and the mayor said, no, you can't have a 24-hour restaurant. And I think all restaurants were banned from being open 24 hours a day in Florissant. And you know what the crazy thing about it is, I mean, you know what? I was a police dispatcher. I've been in radio business, you know, I mean, how many Christmas days that I work, how many, you know, holidays, how many times that I, you know, I mean, you know, back in the day, I've told you this story before back in the day when I was working the midnight, the six shift on the air and I get off at six, I mean, schnooks didn't open till like eight o'clock. You know, and, and to the point where, like, I got off at six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what do you do? You go to White Castle, or, you know, or you go to Denny's, and, you know, cause you couldn't go to a, you know, for a store or anything like that. Or, you know, you go to a Seven Eleven. There weren't quick trips back then. Um, you know, so it's like, and, and once again, people were like, oh, why do people need to be out at, at five o'clock in the morning? You know? <laughs> People, you know, th- th- this is an interesting thing. We've done it as well too. Most of the radio stations have been, have expanded their morning drive time to start at five o'clock because there's a ton of people out on the road between yes, five is. and six in the morning. You know, and it, are and, we
0: going to do that?
1: Oh, we've already well, start at five. Yeah. What are you talking about? We can barely start at six. You know? I know. <laughs> there's no way in hell we can start at five. You know?
0: <laughs> I know. I was just making a point.
1: Okay, so we're done seriously go out and vote you know we don't care who you vote for the
0: vote everyone we don't
1: care who you vote for it's
0: your choice and your responsibility right
1: vote for who, who you think will be best to lead our country our state our municipality our senate district or whatever the heck you're voting for um you know vote for that person um move on down the road uh tomorrow like i said we have been notified by the federal government we're not allowed to do a morning show so we won't be here tomorrow right
0: Right, And another thing, while you're out voting and um, you might come cross-purposes with somebody that's against the person that you're voting for. Just punch them. No. I was going to say, <laughs> just be kind. Okay, We him. need to be kind to everyone kick while him. we're rocking this vote.
1: You need to do that cheer. ra ra re kick them in the knee. Ra-ra-ras, kick them in the other knee. I do. Yeah. Okay. So
0: Anyway, have a great day, everybody. Thanks to our sponsors. We've got Scott Ellinger with the Brass Rail, Angie Harness with um, Harness Your Dreams, uh, powered by Keller Williams, Salt River Automotive, uh, Caleb Hunter, and Jeff Lang with the Jeff Lang Insurance Agency, Fam. So thank you to those for letting us come on yet another day and uh, brighten up our days and hopefully yours. It's 8.03.